Hi everyone, this is Catching Up With The Nerds with your host, Tom, David, James, Sarah, and JC. This is a podcast about a random group of individuals coming together from various multiverses to talk about our nerdy passions and share those nerdy passions with you. Oh, wow. That was that was on brand and topical because look, I'm from Earth 625 and I crossed around here. My name is Franz Arno. Wow. I make portals and I travel across. Can you be the same person if you have a different name? There's only one me. Yeah. Oh, Nexus being. Nexus being, or as it is known in Lost, the constant. I'm the constant. I'm here in every single universe in reality. That's what your wife says. Lost. You're a constant pain in the ass. <laughs> yes, I'm the same pain in the ass in every single life, in every single universe. I am. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so I've, I've been watching a lot of roasts. So. <laughs> Enough. That's a good, good one. For this episode in particular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Right, so I'm drinking gin and tonic because we need some alcohol to talk about stuff. Serious business tonight. Um, what were we saying? Yes, tonight's episode, today's episode, or this morning's episode, is about mental health, as uh, it is Mental Health Month in the US, I believe, and it is yes. Mental Health Awareness in the UK, or Week Awareness, I believe, or you had something like that. Yeah, it's Mental Health Week um, in the UK. Topic is around loneliness and how to tackle mm-hmm. loneliness. But like you say, we're, it's a grand whole month over in the US, so we're covering all sorts of topics. Yeah. And as we are four old, <clears throat> apart from Dave, who is the, the young one in the group, um, <laughs> older, older gentlemen, uh, and we all have been through different sort of troubles not not troubles but life basically life happened right um and we all feel like it's a very important topic to address and discuss so this is the mental health special episode where we are lucky enough to have james with us whose job happens to be related to that so semi-connected semi-connected but in some way shape or form you're in it um, why don't you explain to everyone who's listening loosely what you do and how you relate to the topic? Yeah, so, so so my job title is a health and safety advisor, but what I do on the side is a lot of mental health. So I'm part of the mental health committee for the company that I work with. Mm. Um, so I help with making a lot of campaigns and topics and such. But um, I'm also a mental health first aider which is a training course that I think pretty much everyone should be doing. It's a very heavy topic to go on to and learn, but it fundamentally it teaches you the signs of mental health. So how to pick it up from other people, how to approach people and talking about mental health, as well as helping them guide them onto the next steps of like, who should they talk to? What kind of professional, those type of things. So it, it doesn't make you an expert in mental health, but it gives you the guidance and knowledge of how to help others and um, learn more about mental health and you know, go through from it's a bit, there. 
it's basically trying to help you understand your symptoms, um, seek out treatment, maybe. Um, yeah, those type of and things, then, and yeah. then make making sure that you're not, you know, suffering in silence, so to speak, or going through it alone. Um, exactly, is, and and I've had to do that with several people, and I, I still do it. I still message and I'll get updates from people that I work with that have got problems, and yeah, it, it was. Uh, a little bit off topic it was actually nice last week i got a message from someone who left the business but just said by the way just wanted to say thank you again for everything you did for me so you know it, it clearly works having this mm -hmm. training and uh yeah and it's definitely a good good thing to look up on if anyone's interested in doing yeah so, and i gotta say on that one like just even the fact that it's called like mental health first aid i feel we need more labels like that to destigmatize it because mm. it's like it, it, it's it generally it, it's not that easy to just talk about it in that sense which is like yeah it's just first aid like none of us are qualified therapists but everybody could help with just first aid exactly. i really like that i've never heard that before it's really cool it's yeah. it's it's something we we say a lot with um with dave on, on the basketball podcast is um physical injuries and pains are visible to everyone's to you know to see and to say oh look i need to help that person clearly they can't you know if you break your leg you, you need help with opening the door whatever it's a lot harder to talk about it's a lot harder to help somebody when it's something that's related to mental issues because how do you help and how do you pick up on those um somebody who's suffering uh, which is why it's important to talk and which is why we'll drop um I guess in the description somewhere in the podcast and on YouTube, um, links to all the places you can reach out to to uh, get help, or if you think somebody you know needs that help. Um, obviously, in the UK, we've got the NHS. We've got well, what was the one? Was it Mind Mental Health Foundations? Um, mm. If you like a nap, you've got Headspace, uh, Calm, which is one that was recommended to me. Yeah. Uh, and I think which one was the one James you recommended was Mates, Mates in Mind, I think. It's yeah, Mates in Mind. So that's another charity one uh, that's mainly based for um, men in different industries, often construction industries and such. But um, no, that's that, that one I definitely recommend for people to go to. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that said, let's move along with um something that we all do which is either watch tv or <laughs> obviously being nerds uh play video games and read books and do a lot of stuff apart from working all day um so what we thought we'll do is go through um, a couple of recommendations on things that we've enjoyed to kind of take our minds off things and help relax and just think about something completely different entirely and that's what we'll do um if you have anything else to add before we go into that, yes. Yeah, just one thing. Just uh, pour out some gin and tonic for Sarah, uh, the one missing host today. Uh, just shout out to Sarah. Wish you were here. She actually came up with this topic, but unfortunately couldn't yeah. make it today. So just uh, pouring one out for her. And that's why I'm happy gin and tonic. This is where we're going for. Um, yes. <laughs> um, right. Let's proceed. Um, who would like to jump in and start and talk to us about? Something I, cool. I'm, I'm not gonna give my thingies, but mm. I did just want to um jump in with some stats. Um, Go I mm. don't know if you guys remember, it came out during the um pandemic that gamers in general uh had 
said that gaming helps their mental health positively. Um, there was a study done uh, through Xbox research um, and they found that 84% of respondents agreed that gaming had a positive effect on their mental health over the past year mm. and 71 said gaming helped them feel less isolated and I think um, just playing uh, online whether that's um, well doesn't really matter what genre it is but even if you're not playing the same game but talking to people online I think was a, a great way for people to connect uh, throughout the pandemic um, and that's something that I definitely took advantage of um, while we couldn't go out I couldn't work at the time um, but I was never without a voice in my ear either at home or or online so I think that is something that um, I wanted to just highlight actually um, in, in funny twists um, we were talking about shooting games and stuff like that, jokingly before mm. we started and like how one thing that helped actually helped me relax was going on the first person shooter and just abuse people anyway um the during the pandemic we i used to play a lot of call of duty warzone if you play that and they had that city like we're not allowed to get go outside right and funny enough i used to spend a couple hours each day in Verdansk, which is the city which is like it technically supposed to be in ukraine um doing a conflict between i guess russia and ukraine you know well, what do you know um and because I spent so many hours on this in the evening playing with my friends, actually chatting with them and playing the game, it became a real place to me. Like, like I'm going out tonight. I'm going to that football stadium that isn't real. And it's weird because when they replace the map for something completely different, a tropical island, I'm now thinking, oh, God, <laughs> I miss that place, which is weird because it's not real. But that's how powerful it was because I was there during the pandemic and that was taking me out of the that was taking me outside basically that was my mm. mental health walk when <laughs> you couldn't go out for a nice walk it was like yeah i'm going into that part of the world so it's it was a huge part of trying to cope well coping with uh that experience so that's quite yeah it is real. And just to 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 add to the point about like gamers uh feeling more connected and so forth i think it's an interesting point to to look at how different that is to social media right which in theory, you could say, I'm going on to social media to feel connected, but it's a different type of connection. And the interactions are so different that I think in gaming, I think the connection is a little more authentic, right? Because you're collaborating over like a shared goal or moment or place to your point, Tom. And I think that there has to be something with that. So I'd love to see kind of the comparisons of like people hanging out a lot in social and still connecting with people versus people hanging out in games and, and making those connections with people. Because I think they're deeper. Yeah. So, okay. so I'll drop some information. So this is um, obviously everyone's different. Everyone's mind is different on how they interact and work and stuff. So gaming, yes, it's definitely 100% a positive around taking your mind off things. It can become an addiction. Mm -hmm. So you have to be very careful about what yeah. you're playing and how much yeah. you're playing it. But going off like everyone's... Uh, talk about like the connecting and all that then yes 100% that's helped massively through the pandemic it's um even like Tom was saying about shooters there was a well I say it still is um a lead singer called M Shadows of Event Sevenfold his drummer many years ago died committed suicide now they're in a metal band usually 
historically for metal bands, they could turn to drink and drugs to cope with loss like this. He actually turned to Modern Warfare 2 back in that day. And he's even stated like that that game saved him from going down a really dangerous route. Yeah, he got addicted to that game, but he was talking to people. His mind was still interactive with things because that's the beauty about gaming. You're thinking about what's happening. It could be problem solving involved or like David was saying, there's teamwork involved yeah, and all that type of aspect. So it's getting your mind going constantly. Whilst social media is becoming more and more of a trap for people. So there's the instant scrolling. There's the mm. constant looking for dopamine in your mind. Um, this was a problem I've actually faced where you're just constantly seeking for the next hit. It could be the next joke. It could be um, next bit of information that could be bad or good. So if there's something terrible that's happening in the world, you only got to be fed with terrible information because that's what the news outlets and everything wants you to see. So that can affect your brain very, very negatively, yeah. you know. Um, and obviously things like Instagram, for instance, that can be a good thing, but what you see is a lot of fake stuff exactly. and comparisons. Yeah. Now, there's a big study around young women at the moment who get depression through looking at Instagram because they're seeing all these beautiful women looking fantastic, slim, living their best lives. And that's what they're comparing themselves to. But in reality, there's the Photoshop, there's just like random places they're going to that isn't actually them. Um, th there's so much fakeness out there, mm -hmm. but people don't know it's fake. They believe it's real because they make out it's real. So they look at themselves of, well, why aren't I like that? Why aren't I living that life? And then they get into a spiral of depression through that. Mm -hmm. So going back to the gaming side of things, you don't have that because the game is generated and created in a way, and there's no way of really changing that. So you kind of know what you're getting into. And again, if you're playing as a team, then you have others chatting to you, working together and stuff. So you're not bombarded with loads of information and you've got a bit more you know, prep involved if that makes sense yeah, yeah. so and yeah yeah no it, it's 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 i think there's something that as, as we go into recommendations that i want to make sure that everybody listening is very aware of is that we're not recommending things to numb whatever you're going through but it's actually to yeah. give yourself space to process right because to your point it's like yeah. anything can backfire in too many in too much quantity Right. It's like you could have a really great interaction with someone on on social, but if you get stuck on doom scrolling, then it goes negative. You could have really great yeah. game experience, but you get hooked on a game, then that could go in the wrong way as well. Right. So it's yeah. just like the, 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 the difference between numbing what you're going through and just giving your brain space to recover and come back and process. I think that's one of kind of the key themes. 100%. Yeah, definitely. And, and like I say, it's about getting the positive dopamine instead of mm -hmm. the easy dopamine, if that makes sense. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. I think we've set that set it up brilliantly. So, how do we start this? Shall we go with actually, JC? You want to talk about? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Always picking on the little guy. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> why don't you kick us off with um, something that you've enjoyed? That was. 
Totally. So we'll, we'll, we'll do, do I'll do one and then we can do a round and then we can everybody do their second, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, uh, for me, it, it's a funny one because I picked this show because and this applies actually to two shows that I picked lately. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to cheat and pick two shows because I picked both shows for the exact same reason. I was having a little bit of a hard time. Uh, there's been st stuff happening in life that's been complicated. And normally I would have gravitated to shows like um, Station Eleven, uh, Yellow Jackets, uh, Severance. All shows that I know are great dramas that people are talking about right now. And I purposely said, like, I can't right now. Like, I just can't. I'm sure they're great shows. But anything that shows me, like, people being horrible to each other, that's why even, like, Squid Game, I kind of struggle with it a little bit. Where it's like, as much as it was good, I'm like, this is just people being really brutal to each other. And I just, I couldn't do it. Like, I see too much of that stuff in the news. So yeah. I kind of went, you know what? I just want something that's kind of like, and the thing is, I, I wanted to think of like kind of mindless and that I enjoy enough that I'm interested in, but I'm not really that into and can just take me out of this. So I ended up watching two shows that were, uh, one, the main one I was going to talk about is Peacemaker. Uh, DC show. They came off the back of um, James Gunn's reboot of Suicide Squad, um, which is about basically the one character that I really could not have cared less about in that show, uh, except for the fact that he was played by John Cena, who's actually kind of funny. And I thought, why are they making a like a whole thing out of out of him? Like this is enough to kind of get my attention, but not enough that I care because I really do not care about Peacemaker, the, the actual person. And um, and what drew me in is that it is hysterically funny. It is very well written, as all James Gunn shows are. The, the, the soundtrack is awesome. Same James Gunn's trademark, right? Great songs of, of a genre that I could not care about. It's like B-level like glam metal from the 80s it's not even like the the bon jovis and like aerosmiths it's like one level below those bands and i'm like i could not care less about these bands but he pulls some really good songs not that i'm going to add them to spotify anytime soon but they work for the show really well um so the soundtrack was just somewhat comforting for some very odd reason um and then the show is really about this guy that comes across as like overcompensating in every possible way you could think of. Like he's he's really cocky, thinks that his powers are way better than they are. He doesn't really have any real superpowers outside of being really strong. Um, and then he ha his helmet is like his power thing that he does. But then it becomes about the fact that he is super lonely. Like he has this one friend that he doesn't even acknowledge as his best friend and his best friend is an eagle which gets played for like these great jokes in the show and and but it ends up being about his relationship with his dad and about he's like constantly seeking approval from his dad and his dad is a literal kkk grand wizard that he doesn't know about and and he's trying to get that connection with his dad but at the same time trying to pull off a mission and like push away that people are actually trying to be his friends so it was just really nice because it made me laugh every week but at the same time it made me realize that like we're all going through stuff like we're all going through stuff and it th that appreciation of it was just really really nice and i'll also i'll stop there but the second one that i went into same notion was was our our flag means death the new taika waititi show that's about pirates on on hbo max which should not work in any way shape or form this should be the dumbest show known to man same. I got drawn into the characters. 
realized that it was about mental health in so many ways and about isolation, about how we create these stories that isolate us, but really we're just looking for human connection. And so once again, I would highly recommend both of shows for the same reason. They were dumb shows that I thought should not work and they'd end up kind of teaching me a little lesson along the way and enjoyed it. Nice. Okay. That, uh, yeah, I can, I can totally say um, why that is. Um, is it, do you have to have seen the, the movie to enjoy the show um, for? No, no, you can, you can walk in cold because really it's just a retelling of the character. The, the character has, that's the point. He was such a pointless character in the movie mm -hmm. and that's by design in Suicide Squad. Most of those characters are actually pointless except for like two or three actually have and a, a development of their, of their personality and a hero's journey and stuff. The rest are just expendable. Um, which you would find out in the first 10 minutes of the movie, there's a lot of expendable characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they, they are. <laughs> which is quite surprising yeah. and but fun. Um, anything else to add? Anyone? Questions? No. Maybe not. I, I try and, what, what was the part one called again? Oh, Our Flag Means Death. Yeah, because I've seen clips of it, and I can't remember the name of the captain, but he he's a... Um, the New gentleman Zealand. pirate. <laughs> yeah, he's a New Zealand actor. He's he's amazing. I can't remember his name now. Oh, oh, Blackbeard. oh that's Taika Waititi. He he's playing Blackbeard. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, there's um the actual captain, who's like oh, really posh. Oh, oh, the other. Yeah, actually, I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I he's very good in it. He's very good. Yeah, and, he, and, he's and, in um, Flight of the Concords, which is like this um, comedy mm. music. Yes, um, uh, Germ Germain something. Uh, That's it. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Germain's one of the uh, guys in the series. It's not him. Uh, I have to Google it. But um, yeah. yeah. But it's a show that should not. I literally turned it on because I'm like, I feel like watching something dumb today, and I couldn't put it down. <laughs> it's that darn good. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a go because it's on my. It's been on my list forever, and I never got around to watch it. But um, yeah, that sounds like a. How many episodes are there? Do you remember? I think it's, 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 like a, it's like eight to ten, and they're all half an hour ones. So it's very oh. doable. Very, very doable. And they That's get to cool. the point. Like outside of the first episode where you're like, what is this about? They get to the point by the second or third. And it just it, it, it's it's a perfect mashup of like British and American humor. It meets somewhere mm. in between, which I really appreciate it as well. Good. Yeah. Either one that. Um, who should we go with next? I see Dave biting his lips, and I think he wants to talk. That means it's your turn. Can we jump out there? Um, yeah, so I didn't have specific um, like pieces of art that I wanted to talk about, although I will mention pieces of art as examples of the, the themes that I wanted to mention. Um, kind of piggybacking off uh, what JC just said, um, in situations where you're um i don't know struggling with something going through something uh i think sometimes you want to have content that is um simple first of all very simple um but engaging to the point where you um can get your mind off whatever you're thinking about uh but not so engaging that it's a burden to have to concentrate on um and I think um, I think uh, sports games come into that category. So um, when my uh, my dad passed away in 2016, 
um but the hardest part was actually the last year of his life um he had um dementia which was brought on by parkinson's disease and as his condition deteriorated uh, my mental health deteriorated throughout the the year prior to his death and um a lot of the times when I was going through my roughest moments and then things were getting me down, um, I would sort of use uh, sports games as a way of um, getting my mind off things, but also not having to think too much about anything. Um, just, to, just to relieve the stress a little bit, um, boost my mood a little bit, um, and just, just do something that you know you can do, you can complete, you know you can win um and just sort of try to maintain a, a a decent state of mind so i think that year in particular i was playing a lot of football games um and yeah i think even to the point where when i found out he had passed i was playing <laughs> a game um getting ready to see what i was going to do that night um and then i then continued to play those same games as we went through the process of planning the funeral and everything like that. And um, the funny thing about it is normally or often when um, me personally, when I go through a rough patch, if I ever uh, associate the rough patch with a piece of media, like a TV show or a, a film or a game or a piece of music, once I'm over it or past it, I'll normally struggle to go back to it, but that didn't happen in this case. Um, uh, so I, I think um, it must have just provided the perfect balance between um, escapism and um, just giving you that time to breathe, time to to heal a little bit, or time to manage a little bit better. Yeah, it's interesting that um, what you say about linking certain events in your life right like especially when it's tragic or it's really hard something that's really difficult to process with a piece of media because i don't know if it, it just happened to me but i would like to find out if that was the same for you there's a couple it's more related with music maybe mm. um where certain songs maybe were all the time on the radio that was your what you were listening to a lot Mm. at that time and there's things that were happening in my life on certain occasions that are like no i cannot listen to that piece of music anymore yeah there are literally cds albums that i've put in a box somewhere and i'm like if i see them if i hear one song i'm like nah. you back mm. right yeah so it's quite interesting that for you you still manage to yeah. enjoy and play that separate. game mm. even though it's yeah do you manage to keep that separated right mm. I don't know where the difference comes from. I mean, I guess it's, yeah, it's very specific. Yeah. yeah. It just what, what you said, David, is, is, is actually once, first of all, it's, it's really lovely story of like how you told that. And, and it describes a, I guess a, a something that I don't know what it, what, what it is, but a thought that has been explored a lot in the mental health world, which is flow, right? Um, there's an entire book written about it, about how taking on tasks that are just hard enough to keep us engaged, but not hard enough to feel like it's over, like all encompassing is a great way to like move our brain forward. 
right? And we talked about in the context of actual sporting athletes doing it. It's like, oh, when Jordan went crazy in that final game and like knocked down like seven three pointers in one half or whatever it may be. But it's also we can apply it. You're purposefully applied it to a situation you knew that was a difficult situation of just like this is hard enough that it's not going to like put put like it's going to keep me engaged, but not hard enough that it's going to all of a sudden become the thing I'm thinking about because I shouldn't be thinking about this clearly, mm-hmm. but I want to have something to keep my brain engaged. And that is a, a release mechanism at the end of the day. And they're, they're, they keep studying like how do we can, how we can, especially in schools, how we can get kids into that mode so they can process things that are happening to them in life and stuff. And it applies to adults as well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, go ahead. So Karen, Karen. Um, and I think another area or another genre that can do that for you is games where you have to collect things like collect-a-thons or even if let's say it's a random open world game it could be the witcher it could be horizon it could be zelda um if you're just you're not necessarily trying to progress the game forward and taking in all of these deep story beats but you're um i don't know in zelda you're you're saying i'm going to go and collect 10 korok seeds in the next however long or um in the witcher i'm just gonna go and explore or visit these question marks on the map and just doing the the more mundane sides of um of open world games i think can provide you with the same kind of uh balance between engagement and um and escape now that's that's where it's very um it's very interesting that's that's why i want to like the, the whole point of this episode is is very interesting to me because i've seen people firsthand like the, the the way to cope with a bad time or um, going through a, a tough patch you know is to actually throw themselves into work which mm. is a way to it's a coping me- mechanism as well right it's it's mm. a way to handle things and it depends also very much on your personality and how you describe yourself and how you mm. see yourself and how you like, like you know how important your job is to you but mm. Personally, and I'm not judging anyone who does that, but I always felt that doing that might be a bit counterproductive because work isn't, by definition, something that is meant to be enjoyable unless your your job is something that is really enjoyable to yourself, right? It's something that either mega creative or like you're a YouTuber or whatever, which also comes with you know, a whole bunch of hardship. But what I'm saying is that, yeah, I've never heard anyone saying that in having a good outcome <laughs> you know like going through and have being able so i don't know if maybe that's something uh, to consider is like you know just don't go there and play a game read a book watch a movie <laughs> don't go to work. It, it all comes down say. to i was going to say it all comes down to on the work side of things if it's mm. generating stress if the work isn't generating stress and you feel like you're accomplishing something and it's building to something and also if you're helping others that's a big part of improving your own mental health because you feel like you're doing more than normal then definitely work can be a good thing but again it's the stress and with work and stress it's always good to have a little bit of stress just to keep you motivated but if you go too much that's when things go wrong absolutely absolutely um all right anything else to add dave on on that shall we go with james who i think he's got some good okay so so similar to david um gaming has always been a good um outlet for mental health 
Uh, I stumbled across a brand new one. Uh, it came out probably last month called uh, Dorf Romantic. It's on Steam. It's not even that expensive. I think it's only like £10. Uh, so like $13, $14. It's a city builder, but it's also a puzzle game. The whole thing here is that you get given these boards, um, or uh, pentagon shapes, and they get connected, and you have to do certain tasks in it. So there'd be like trees, connect a amount of trees, you'll get points, and if you get some amount of points, then you get some more boards uh, generated. It's basically how long can you last? How many points can you keep getting? And it's all random generated, but the nice thing is that it's got some absolutely calming relaxing music in the background the visuals are nice calm colors so there's no like nothing bright there's nothing um too crazy going on there's little aspects of things so like if you're making a river there's a little boat just a calm little boat just going across there's little towns with like you know just quaint little town villages um and you unlock things along the way as well so you feel like you're progressing it's a progressing a little bit as well like silly things like i recently unlocked a beaver dam just you know just a random thing <laughs> in it but i got excited and then the beavers start appearing in the game and i was like oh that's cute that's nice but it's yeah but it's a nice game that you could just jump in at any point just chill out you can waste a little bit of time but it's still getting your brain thinking from the puzzle aspects of like how do I get more points through the game? And again, it's visually, visually pleasing. Um, but yeah, it's just a nice, calm game that gets your brain thinking at the same time. And that's available on Steam, you said? Yeah, so that's on uh, Steam. Uh, like I say, it's, it's not too expensive. Um, just come out. It's had some really like crazy positive reviews um it's uh, overwhelming positive reviews with 14,000 and it came out the 28th of April this year so oh wow yeah yeah so quite quite a lot of high high praise for this game for it only being out for a few weeks what's the name again it's a uh, dorf romantic yeah, it made me think a little bit of, um, I think it was called Mind Valley. That was that, that iPad game. Yeah, it, it may it may be a little bit like that. Yeah, because um, yeah, there's little things like you, you get trains that go around uh, farms, there's all sorts of things. Um, but yeah, like I say, you just unlock things as well. So you feel like you're getting that yeah. dopamine side yeah. of things there you know so yeah no so it, like i say really good chilled game to definitely play i feel like i've got the greatest segue into my section which is talking about my chill game <laughs> um so i went with uh well actually i didn't play the game so much i was look watching my daughter playing uh, a lot this winter um it's a game titled unpacking which is available uh, on every single console you can think of. It's on Steam, it's on PC, it's on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. Um, so the, the, the settings of the game is very, very, very simple. So it's as it's 
title unpacking you unpack you're moving houses you're moving flats houses buildings whatever and you unpack your stuff um you've got eight different well first you start with a room and then you move on to unpacking uh, an entire house but you've got eight different levels uh you start as a little girl unpacking her bedroom so you've got your toys you've got your books you've got whatever um, things that a 10 year old girl would have um once you've finished with that level you move on to being a preteen, and then you move on to being a teenage girl then you move on to being moving out so you're going so you're off i guess it's in the us so i think she's off to college isn't it jc when you're moving out yeah. um well kind of yeah kind of right so she's gone so now she's moving into a dorm and then after that it's moving in with friends so you're now sharing a house so you're starting to unpack your room in the kitchen uh then you go on to the next one which is you moving in with your boyfriend then you buy a house so you're getting married and then you're packing an entire house and then you start unpacking stuff for your kids and then your kids move out so you unpack them into a smaller flat where it's <laughs> you and your husband and then that's how the game ends um we don't want to go past that because that's <laughs> supposed to be healthy. Um, <laughs> uh, that said, the, the things I really liked in there, um, there's no timer. So you literally take your time. Um, you do, if you want to take two hours to unpack your bedroom, you take two hours to do it. So it's, it's absolutely very relaxed. Um, it's just literally you have a box, you click and drag your stuff and you can put anything anywhere. So if you want to put, all your toys on your bed, you can do that. If you want to put all your toys in, in, in a cupboard somewhere, you can do that. There's no obligations. There's no right or wrong way of doing things. You just literally go around first your bedroom and then the entire house, um, unpacking everything. Um, also, visually, it's very 16 bits, I guess, like Mega Drive looking, Super Nintendo looking uh, video game. So it's all pixel art. Um, but it's very, the colors are very easy on the eyes. So it's not like a stressful you know, environment. You, you see all this nice palette of colors. Um, yeah, so it, it, it does look relaxing. But what did it for me was the soundtrack, which is absolutely so chill that I actually fell asleep a couple of times um, watching Emily play it. Um, it's, it's what you'd listen to maybe if you having a yoga session or if you're having like a meditation you know meditating for an hour or something that's the sort of music you'll you'll, you'll get um and then again this very limited text on screen as well which is really weird so it doesn't explain what you're doing the only thing it does it gives you a year so like you start in like 1988 or 1985 and you're eight mm -hmm. and then that's it you're left to your own device and you unpack stuff and then once you're done i believe it's Either you tell the game you're done or comedy that I think I was asleep when that was happening, but eventually he just switches over to the next period. Um, yeah, uh, I think it, it deserves, I think it, it got a lot of promotion when it came out and it was, it was highlighted to be really helpful for people that had anxiety and had um, issues also concentrating on things longer than 10, 15 minutes. So it actually helps with your. Um, learning a skill or maybe trying to push that skill you know trying to help you get your mind into something for you know over than 10 minutes so it's 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 really interesting game it's really um and i think it's really cheap as well i think it's about it was about 10 pounds as well 
So yeah. ten awarded dollars. Is it is it cross there. cross platform? I believe it is. Yes, yeah. I believe yeah. it is. Um, yeah, it's um it's on everything. Into the Switch, PlayStation, mm-hmm. uh, Windows, Xbox. Yeah, everything. Yeah, it's actually free on Game Pass because that's how we uh, I got to play it. I got a, a Game Pass on the Xbox, and that's how I saw it. It was on my list of suggestions, and I went boom. Let's go with that. Uh, actually, that was um, my daughter's school is really pushing also with mental health awareness at school, and part of their talk they actually talk about that game, which so Emily knew about it when. Um, I was like, oh, look, there's this little game that I don't know if you want to give it a try. She's like, oh, yeah, I know that. So she played it and she finished it. But it's not, she didn't beat it. It's like she she finished the whole thing. There was like a, you know, a challenge of, yeah, I'm going to beat that game. She, she after like two or three sessions, she was done. She's like, yeah, there you go. Completed it and can start over and do different things. But she was so relaxed that week. <laughs> that, so I guess it, it did the trick. Uh, I don't. I do also believe the soundtrack is available on Spotify. Uh, if you want to listen to it, I believe it is. It was at the time she was playing it. I don't know if they're taking it away or I don't think they would. But, um, yeah, I, I think ahead. that's that's a really um, interesting side of things. Um, the just the fact that some of these games that we all mentioned have uh, really relaxing soundtracks because you can you can actually find that that is the majority of what makes the game or the situation or whatever it is that you're um, consuming um, relaxing, right? You mentioned it, JC, with the TV show. Um, now I'm mentioning it in, on, on the games. And the fact that you can just then go and listen to the soundtrack on YouTube or wh- wherever um, is available is also, I think, quite a boon. Um, because there are certain games where I think just listening to the soundtrack alone would be enough to um, give you a lot of the benefits of um, and the mental health benefits of of the relaxation of the calmness um, that you get from playing the playing the game. Definitely, and um, just connecting to this as well. um, Generally, organizing is very good for your mental health. I don't know if you've ever been to your drawers, you've organized your socks, you've organized your underwear, and it's just, it's all neat and tidy and everything. Just seeing that could just de-stress you, you know, Mm -hmm. having a messy environment around you can just bring anxiety and stress. Mm -hmm. So that's why this game has been so good for mental health, because it is clearing up, unpacking and or packing up and just relaxing through it and it's things like like um animal crossing that's been a massive mm. one for mental health as well because it's got the social aspect you're creating things it's got a nice music it's very cute you know cute things are quite relaxing for people to see um so yeah so that that's why there's a big connection to the mental health side of thing of just like organizing cleaning and all those type of things things that we don't usually like to do but it definitely helps your mind yeah. I mean, in terms of soundtrack that, um, that 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 does work for me, Minecraft is one that you can go on on, on Spotify. And you can go on Spotify and check it out. There's 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 a few playlists with Minecraft music because there's a ton of them. Um, but that's extremely relaxing. That that's done yeah. it for me. It's put me to sleep as well <laughs> multiple yeah. times. Um, Persona um, Persona Five mm, has a really yeah 
it has almost like two different type when they're fighting obviously the music's much more upbeat and it's still really good um but the whenever you're just like in school or um just hanging around basically and talking to characters there's a really relaxing um set of songs that, that play in the background and you can get those on youtube in, in really yeah. good playlists yeah Nev. In the last two years, it's been the time where I've most listened to like lo-fi beats. Mm. Um, yes, I was going to go to that. Yes. Spotify or beat, like that's <laughs> become like, it, it, it to the point where like, I'm pretty sure a few of them ranked in my end of year Spotify thing. Right. <laughs> where I was like, I just listened to them so much. And it's yeah. interesting because it's gotten to a level where like our, our, our oldest child, Aiden, they're into it too. And, um, and there'll be mornings where I'm just like, everybody needs to chill out man <laughs> and aiden will then bust out lo-fi beats and put it in the background so that all of us <laughs> chill out um but the the flip side of that which is interesting i was reading an article about it about how it's it's spawned off the the the, the demand for those has spawned off an entire industry yeah, in that yeah. there are now creators that are just creating music to get picked up by the algorithm for mm -hmm. those playlists like they're not saying like oh this is my original music for my album they're like no i'm just making music to feed into that algorithm so it gets picked yeah. up by spotify or, or your youtuber it may be so it could be yeah. part of the lo-fi playlist because so many people listen to them now mm -hmm. it's uh it's it's a massive thing yeah even like this i think emily is doing the same she's listening to lo-fi music pretty much all day all day long mm -hmm. um but to the point now where you get um oh this i've, I've seen some things on youtube like Tupac or Biggie lo-fi version. Um, you'll see like uh, metal, trash metal albums that are lo-fi. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's become this, it's that big industry, but it's popped up during lockdown as well. Like lo-fi girl mass became this massive thing. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a big, it's, it's a company now, you know, they're selling, selling Mercs and they're selling um, ad space and stuff. So they, they are definitely now become, they have become a business which is interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, that came from that, from that need for people to listen to something that is not too, yeah. what's the word for it? <laughs> too intense, maybe that's the word. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a good point. Lo-fi lo was going to be on my list. Um, I thought about it. I don't know how nerdy that was, but... <laughs> it, it can be, because there's a lot, like, be. I listen to a lot of gaming lo-fi or lo-fi music. Like when I'm working, I'm listening. I'm constantly listening to either Pokemon or Legend of Zelda lo-fi music because th that works so well together. Mm. Legend of Zelda is a good one. Yeah, yeah. There's a lo-fi Legend of Zelda on YouTube. You can listen to that. Listen to it all um, the time. Yeah. Funny enough, if you so the biggest one is Lo-Fi Girl, which is the girl who's studying. Uh, you can see out the window. I learned something the other day <laughs> that I actually found a little bit troubling. Um, not troubling, but I, I thought it was funny. Um, the guy who did the drawing and like, who also kind of helped launch the channel on YouTube is from, I believe, Colombia and was a student in my hometown. So actually that girl oh. is a girl he met in my hometown and outside is actually my hometown. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, so you, you check it out on Wikipedia. I don't know if it's mentioned there, but it's mentioned somewhere on another page. That's cool. Girl. So I was like, well, okay, there's a connection there. It's quite, it's quite interesting. Um, Cause I always looked at that picture and I was like, this looks weirdly familiar. Um, so it's a small world, but it's a good one. All right, um, who wants to go round two um maybe shall, shall we go because i think we, we, we've gone for we, we've done the 
the main one I think we've got. Shall we go with like mentions maybe? Like maybe like a, a quick yep. round of things that, that we think can help in terms of needs or it's things that help you out, you know, personally. Um, I think James has not talked enough and he needs to speak now. So James. <laughs> okay. That's what I've been talking On the most. spot. <laughs> On the spot. Oh God, don't even say. Um, okay. So one of the other ones that I think is a very good one for mental health is um, obviously watching things that you used to enjoy as a kid or a teenager, just mm-hmm. so like as a, a happy period because it brings back all those memories. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's the Studio Ghibli or Ghibli, however you say it, series ah. of films. On And particularly because of how emotional they are. Now, I don't usually cry too much when it comes to like shows and films, but when it comes to those films, I get very, very emotional and I do cry. And as men, there's a lot of stigma around not showing emotions and crying and all that type of stuff. It's all nonsense. We should all be showing our feelings just like everyone else should be. So having a good cry can help. It could help a lot just releasing that emotion that way. So, yeah, like I say, watching something that you remember as a kid that's got some emotion and just really feel it, really release it and stuff, I think is a fantastic way for helping your mental health as well. Fully agreed on the the men aren't allowed cried part. It's such a thing. Mm. And yeah, no, I still can't watch the end of Endgame without crying. Sometimes I will go back and just watch it to make like like just get a little emotional. I was like, on your left, I'm like, it gets me every time, <laughs> <laughs> every single freaking time. I was gonna say, if if you want a studio Ghibli film that will make you cry, it's uh, Graveyard of the Fireflies. Yes, that is I've the, heard that will just make you cry. The the <laughs> the ending, I sobbed more than anything else. Yeah. Sure, so that is true. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> moving <laughs> along to the memos. Um, are we going, Dave? Are we going, JC? Are we going, Dave? I don't mind. Oh, Dave, take um, to take it kind of in the opposite direction to that rather <laughs> than leaning into um, leaning into the emotion, um, just things that uh, work as escapism, um. So I think um, whether it's a, a book which has a lot of world building in it, um, like a Lord of the Rings, a Harry Potter, uh, um, whatever else, um, or a game that has a lot of um, that has a lot of I don't know a lot of backstory, a lot of lore, a lot of um, things to it, um, or um, just being in a, a different space, a different world. Um, I think can help a lot uh, in these situations where you just have the chance to get your mind off things. And I think um, a good example of that, uh, of the latter more so, is um, Journey. So I don't know if you guys have played Journey. It's a very short indie game, um, which won a few Game of the Year awards uh, in 2013, I think it was. And uh, it doesn't have backstory or lore or anything else to it, but... um, it's a very simple game where you uh, play as a character. You don't know what's going on. You're just placed there. There's no words. There's no writing. Um, but you just sort of find your way along this journey. Um, and I think it's 
a really good example of something that can just you can just escape through for a very short period of time. I think the game lasts like an hour or two, maybe yeah. tops. Yeah, it's about um, an hour, yeah. And uh you can get help along the way. Uh you later find out that actually the people that help you are real people that are also playing the game at the same time as you are in real time. And um again there's no dialogue there's no writing so those interactions are genuine interactions with little to no communication so when you sort of if someone i think when i played it someone showed me where uh, one of the secrets was and i just had to follow the person but the person had to get me to do that without being able to communicate with me um and then people drop in and drop out um and it, it's, it's a very simple game, but it's very good, I think, in engaging you um, and allowing you to just escape for, for a short period of time, but a, a significant period of time. Um, and uh, I think that's another uh, area or theme that, that, can, that can help in these situations when you, when you are feeling down. Bit of escapism. I, I can hands down say Journey is a fantastic game. I, I, I only played it this year and everything you said is just spot on. It's um, for a game that has no dialogue, it is so emotional, mm. especially the ending. I won't spoil any of it, but mm. it's, um, yeah, it, 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 there's one of those, it's kind of corny at times, but when people say, you know, a game is art, Journey. Mm is one of those that it's art. It's mm -hmm. just fantastic in so many levels. So yeah, hands down, definitely play Journey if you've not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I believe it was a free game on PlayStation Plus at some point. So if you're on PlayStation Plus, yeah. you can still well download yeah. it if you've it, Yeah, it was it originally. Just... Yeah. yeah. It is um, on Steam yeah. as well, if anyone wants to pick it up on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the the look and color palette of it is, is really yeah. nice and calming, but also like really well designed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a beautiful game. Like the way you slide around is just so mm. smooth and chill. Yeah. Um, I was gonna go with JC next, but because I want to bounce back on what Dave said, um, which I've added to my list um, just now, because he reminded me of something that happened to me that that helped me deal with a bunch of stuff. That was like we're talking. Well, we're now 2022 yeah about 15 years ago 14 years ago um and uh it might sound weird but i got so yeah back 15 years ago i was i was like eh, everything's shit so really depressed and fed up with everything but something that got me out of it was actually based in reality and it's something i think i've mentioned on this podcast before which is the long way down um and the long way around series so it's hugh mcgregor and one of his friends on a bicycle oh, going yeah. around the world, right? So they've yeah. done they've done long way around, long way down, long way up. Mm -hmm. um, which obviously one is going from London to New York, long way around, um, northern Scotland, all the way to South Africa, long way down, and uh, what's the southernmost point I can't remember what it's called in South America, all the way up to LA, I believe, or Alaska. So, yeah. um, but anyway, the, the, the original one, I think, was made in 2008, 2007-ish, um, where they did the run world trip on motorbikes. Um, and I was reading the books every day on my way to work. 
and on my way to basically anywhere. But it took me, it took my mind off everything else because I was living that, first I was living that adventures through what they wrote, through the book and through the TV series that they've, they've released. But also I was planning my own little adventure because I was like, okay, I could do something obviously not on that full scale of what they've done because obviously they've got a financial backing of you know, sponsorship deals. Hugh McGregor's got a little bit of cash so he could pay for a bunch of stuff to make the trip slightly easier, more comfortable. But that's beside the point. It helped me also trying to picture myself doing something in the long run. Uh, I still haven't done it though. <laughs> it's still one of my life goal, which is um, hopefully what, you know, I think I mentioned it to JC a long time ago was like, maybe doing east coast to west coast in the us by car but not going the main cities like going at like the, the smallest towns in the us like going places where tourists don't usually go might get shot might get something but that's okay that's part of the fun um so to speak. challenge so to speak especially these days so especially these days in the us easy to um, handle goals easy to handle goals right um but it's, it's it's more of a figure of speech, right? Obviously, it's 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 trying to see a, a different world uh, in a way. But and I know it's not really geeky, although you can geek out on the whole technical aspect of motorbikes and you know planning. But again, it's it's sort of also linking with what James was saying with unpacking and unboxing. Well, they were the episodes I love the most, and the part in the books I enjoy the most was them organizing everything, as in like where are we getting this where how much are we taking with us who should be coming with us where do we stop how much should we drive for what do we eat like this sort of basic needs um on some levels that was like okay actually there is an adventure out there there's things that we should be seeking out there's things that you can create for yourself that can help out with literally getting you out of this bad funk or something you know or helping you dealing with things that are going on. So it's, it, yes, I didn't have it on my list originally. I was like, completely forgot about it, but now it's true that thinking, talking about it, it, it had a massive impact on me and like thinking, you know what, sometimes you're thinking too, you know, you're, you're too much into your own problems and yeah. you can forget about other things that are out there. So it was a good reminder for me to, to say, you know what, if you plan something in the near future, in the long term, it might not happen now when you're 20 something, it might happen when you're in your 30s, it might happen in your 40s, maybe in your 50s, maybe when you retire, you'll be able to do it. But it's still a goal, it's still something that is there for me to hopefully action one day. But yeah, that's that's it's slightly different. It's not as nerdy as the rest, but it's also oh, I I beg to differ. Because <laughs> you can look at that as that is Obi Wan Kenobi on a motorcycle, so totally nerd adjacent. We will call it. I'm certifying it. It's in the pod. He does mention Star Wars a couple of times uh, on the trip. Yeah. He does some Jedi mind trick trying to go past um, border checks, but it doesn't work. <laughs> and if we're allowed to uh, lie to the fans, we're recording this on May the fourth. Yeah, right. Ooh. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, I'll, I'll just add a, a, well, a couple more things and then I'll, I'll pass the, the baton to JC. Uh, I'll just put Minecraft in there again because I mentioned it already for the music, but then also for being completely stress-free. Um, Tetris. 
that's a great way to to actually um for me it's relaxing uh it, it gets yeah. stressful towards what? the end when it's just getting i was gonna say it's the most panicking game i've really? ever played <laughs> oh my god you know, I, I think it, 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 it must help me with my uh, with all the these weird little things I have that I, w- I want to tidy everything up all the time, so like putting little boxes into little squares into little oh my god, yeah. it just oof, it's the best thing ever. Um, and the music, what else? And the music, oh god, yeah, the music, I'm just on there. Um, yeah, and then what was the other one? Oh, the tourists, which I mentioned before, which is visually beautiful and it, it, it makes you feel like you're on holiday, but there's there's a bit of a story behind it as the whole adventure again. Uh, and the last one was the artful, artful, the artful escape, uh, which is funkadelic with great music, great soundtrack, and absolutely crazy graphics. Um, absolutely love it. If you not, and it's super cheap as well. It's about again for 10, 15 pounds. Um, so an easy one to go for. I'll stop talking and move it on. You know, pass it on to uh, JC. Uh, and just to, as a follow-up on that one, on uh, the Long Way Up series, Long Way Up, Long Way Down, Long Way Around is all on Apple TV. And I feel like I need yeah. to watch it now because weirdly, I listened to a podcast this morning where someone else recommended the same thing. Ah. So, so definitely, universe is talking to me here. Um, uh-huh. yep. So I'll leave with kind of two two quick ones then. Um, one I could go way deeper on, but I'm not going to. Uh, speaking of universe, everything, everywhere, all at once. Everybody that's on our text feed thread has <laughs> yep. heard multiple times from me that I love, 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 love this movie. It's the best thing ever since the 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 the, the bread was sliced in the in the caveman days. It's <laughs> the best thing. Um, the reason now I can go into the reasons why I watched it from a nerdy perspective. I'll leave that for another show. Um, the reason why I love this movie, and this is without spoiling anything, um, I'm hoping, is that it's a movie about multiverses, right? And and one of the things that I loved about it is that it it looks at multiverses from a different perspective in terms of what what it means to see someone else that is you but slightly different, right? And it kind of goes down this path of just like, well, it then doesn't mean anything, right? Mm-hmm. It's like literally every decision we take creates another multiverse then the multiverses don't actually matter. So I'm like, what matters, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes back to a really core theme of just like, it's our connections to each other that matter. In a world where who we are and what we become does not matter, our connections are what matters. And I think more and more we saw that in the last two years, we're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, we could have all had the best careers in the world and it didn't matter because we were still isolated and all we wanted was connection, right? So it's just, it was a nice reminder of that um, that was really lovely. Like it's just the, the, the heart of the story is just so nice, but it's surrounded with all this weirdness and it's definitely not a stress-free movie to be clear. <laughs> it is the, 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 the pace of that movie is astoundingly crazy. It's nuts, but the ending and what it tries to claim is great. And even when telling you this, it does not spoil anything because there's so much to see and unpack in that movie. Yeah. But the last thing I'll, I'll, I'll say is, uh, and I've read this before, and I caught myself doing it, and it was not by design. And and James, maybe this has come up in like the CPR training, and sorry, the, the, the first aid, mental health first aid training, but singing in a group is meant to be really good for your mental health. Um, yeah. And I've heard this from multiple people, and they actively practice this in like the, the Scandinavian countries. I think it's whether it's, it's uh, Denmark or Sweden, this like it's actual part of culture of like singing a group because they've realized the that actually is very... Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it's, it's the harmony 
that you're producing. Yeah. So you, so there's a few things you're feeling connected with others. Yeah. Which is a major thing for, uh, for mental health. Um, it's the contribution as well that you feel like you're contributing to a greater thing so that'd be the song and it's also using various different muscles inside you as well through the singing and all those type of things so yeah no 100 singing like people joke about it but singing in the shower just do it if it makes you happy who gives a crap who's around you just do it just you know enjoy yourself and things like that but uh, yeah no 100 you know singing in a choir or anything like that can be really good thing for you with mental health just any kind of like teamwork team building yeah so it came out randomly um me and my kids we like to watch steven universe together mm. and for anybody who watched steven universe is actually have some very talented like people writing their both their shows and their songs like it's it's a show i recommend to anyone you don't have to be a kid i started watching because of my kids but the themes it goes into are really interesting around mental health and connection and empathy really really great but the theme song is the catchiest thing in the world (laughs) so now we've we've watched now like 50 episodes together because and they're all 10 minute episodes so you get to hear it's like in in a half hour sitting you will hear the theme song three times so all of us know the theme song by heart and every single time the show starts we will all sing the theme song together and I never realized how happy that makes me. Like, mm-hmm. it makes me genuinely happy to sing that song with my kids. And we sing it at the top of our lungs. It's like my wife will walk by and go like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we'll catch ourselves doing it throughout the day. And, and that's when I realized, yeah, the, the, the power of singing someone in a group, there's something to it that just makes you feel great. And I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the science is, but I know that there's definitely a result. If you want to make it extra, yeah. add dancing. Yeah. Do the dancing. Oh, yeah. That that yeah. just that yeah. is the icing on the cake. Just yeah. like get your body moving and just being yeah. silly, all those type of things. Yeah, yeah. that dancing yeah. is the best. Um, Fully agree. Actually, yeah. um, t- talking about singing, I've discovered this show that uh, my son is watching. It's called Teen, Teen Titans Go, which is not discovery, oh, so... but it's 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 been around for a long time. I think for what, ten years now. I think. Yeah. Um, but I discovered it like literally two weeks ago. Um, there's a bunch of songs in there. <laughs> including one which i would uh if you can watch the episode where they start singing uh the the nights begin to shine um yeah you it's very 80s it's very <laughs> rock it's freaking awesome so me and my son have been singing that um that we, we were just the two of us over the weekend uh and we spent about over those two days uh, at least a good eight hours singing that song on the <laughs> Um, which is absolutely amazing and it creates memories and it's very fun. So um, the nights begin to shine by a band. I think it's a fake band called BER or something, like, whatever. Just look it up online. It's fine. Uh, but do go and watch that show because it's hilarious. It's so creative. And I don't know what Teen Titans is. Go versus Teen Titans, the movie, the versus movie, mm. is very good, actually. Check it out. It's it, uh, it's uh, our, our daughter's obsessed with Teen Titans Go, and the movie was actually really, really good. <laughs> I've got it somewhere stashed away, so I need to get to it. But yes, yeah. um, right. Anyone else got anything else to add to the list of recommendation? Or yeah, I've, I've, got, I've just got this. a couple, couple, couple of things just to add. So, if you have any worry around social media uh, for yourself or kids, there's a fantastic film on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Yes. That, 
100% just watch that and learn from it. And if you feel like you're falling into that trap again, go back and watch it and it will remind you of all the things that are bad about social media. Not saying that it's completely a terrible thing because it is a beautiful thing at times. You know, I use social media to be here talking to you guys, you know, so it it can be a fantastic thing, but it can also be a very dangerous thing. So watch that. That will help. Is is it a film or is it a documentary? It's a documentary. They they class it as a film. It's like an hour and a half. But yeah, it's a documentary um, with a few with a guy from um, Facebook, I think it was, or Google or something. So he goes through a lot of things and they play out scenarios that are very scary, relatable. Um, So I definitely recommend watching that if you ever want to learn more about that to help your own mental health. And uh, just a few key things for just general mental health. Um, Like I say, a, a lot of it goes around dopamine. Uh, which is the positive natural drug that you generate in your bodies and your mind. Easy ones to do that is fitness. So going for runs, any kind of sport, like I say, dancing. It's just, you know, getting your body, getting your body going, getting the blood flow going, all those type of things. It really helps generate your brain. I don't know if anyone does running and stuff, but at the end of like a workout or a run, you're just on a high. You're just on this natural high of energy and have well you know just all sorts of happiness just kind of bobbling through you so that 100 recommend reading a book just knowledge gaining all those type of things just and put doing various different puzzles you know be it through games or a literal puzzle anything like that just getting your brain thinking and keeping that active is a fantastic way to keep your mental health and communicating with people socializing you know that is another way of just you know helping mental health often you don't even need to be talking to people just having people around you can really help you because it can help against the isolation and all those type of things as well um and uh, eating healthy all those type of things they they all help um routines sticking to a good routine keeping tidy all those type of things easiest thing in the world to help mental health is when you get out of your bed you make your bed and i think every kind of trainer i've ever met in sports in um management everything any of those even i think it's even in the art of war which is one of the best books to ever read if you want to be a good leader yeah it's used by the army yeah it says make your bed. Even the army tell you to make your bed in the morning, because that is one of the, that's the first task that you can do in the day. If you complete that task, then you can go on to your next, next task to complete. Yeah. And that's a fundamental thing. That's a scientific proven fact of just simply making your bed in in the morning will help your day massively. An easy, an easy win. It's an easy win. Exactly. And then you get more wins from there on. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the the one thing I'll well bounce on, I think, is is the um, the one of um, we say about don't kind of what well, so he says don't suffer alone or don't don't mm. don't hide anything. Well, not hiding, but you know, don't suffer alone, basically. Um, and and it's funny because if you think there's something that was I was in, in my therapy group actually, they were, they were like um, if you. So, if you're suspecting somebody who's you think they're not doing really well or something, the one question to get them to speak 
or to maybe unlock an, an entire situation is to ask how are you just asking that and then following the question you can maybe judge say, oh, that wasn't entirely convincing and then maybe go from there but yeah just asking somebody you think you're struggling how are you could potentially help with an entire situation getting better um, but you don't ask just once because exactly. it's very easy for you to say how are you and say yeah i'm all right which would be the default reply from exactly. everyone say, yeah i'm all right yeah but, it's a yeah. no seriously how are you feeling yeah mm. and then you could spark up a um have you heard of this have you heard of that is that affecting you at all and they may just keep dismissing it but as long as you're keeping it fairly open and you're leaving any conversation as just you know i'm around if you ever want to chat you know yeah. i'm here you know however way you want to contact me i'm about if you need to so at least that gives them an option because you don't want to pressurize anyone exactly you want it to be as relaxed as possible and you just want to give them that opportunity. So they may not come to you straight away or even a week or so, but you'd be surprised how many people end up turning up and say, actually, hi, can, can, can we have a chat about something? Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I'll share one little about that. Um, I was in a situation where very recently that I was a caregiver uh, for multiple people in my, in my household. Um, and so it's very demanding, right? Uh, looking after mm -hmm. people. And um, I had a random call from a friend of, of ours. And the first thing that she asked me was, wait, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. And it just shattered me. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I, I, I began, like my eyes welled up, my throat closed up instantly. Like all the emotion kind of came out because mm -hmm. it's just that one question of just like really looking at you and asking you like, how are you doing? When, you, when, when it's very clear there's other people that need help but also recognizing that the role played by a caregiver is important was just like very rarely in life to get asked that. And that was really huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just piggybacking off that um, is to check up on your strong friends. Yeah. Because a lot of the time yeah. they'll be the ones that won't say anything. Exactly. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, right. I think this is where we should leave it. So I, I will leave um, a bunch of links in the description of podcast and the youtube video um please i think for me speaking of experience the hardest part was finding out who to speak to like professionally um, yeah. so i think that's the first good step to um if you can use those links below um all these people are there for your own benefit they're here to help um they're professionally trained so you know you'll know what they're doing is good for you um it certainly helped me. So if it worked on me, it can work on anyone. Um, but yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, thanks. Wait, hold on. You know yeah, what, what else helps? You know what else helps? Alcohol. Listening to listening to podcasts like this one, as oh, James wow. put it earlier. Oh yes. <laughs> or, yes. Or or listening to podcasts such as the Grit and Grime Basketball Podcast. As well. Oh, yes. <laughs> when you can listen to me shit on every single team. <laughs> And sometimes going onto YouTube and typing in how to game differently Different. and watching oh, God, a stunning yes. bloke talk about various dirty crap. <laughs> I recommend it. <laughs> like this, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, thank you for Dave, James, and JC for joining in. 
as I mentioned it before, you can find James on How to Game Differently on YouTube. You can see his beautiful face and his lovely voiceover work, which is actually freaking amazing because I'm, I'm jealous of that. Um, but hey, it's, it's quality. Good. It's quality. It's no, it is. it is. It's not that easy to do great video work. Um, also, you can find Dave talking about basketball every, what do we drop now? Wednesdays, Thursdays. Tuesday uh, night, Wednesday. Tuesday night sometimes because that's how I roll. Uh, Grit and Grime basketball podcast that's available in all good shops. <laughs> <laughs> Tesco's, Sainsbury's, we're there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, thank you also to JC, who you can find on this very podcast because that's what we do. Um, this was the mental health special. Well, no, just mental health episodes of catching up with the nerds we'll catch you next one. Oh, match look at that look at that bad boy plug my shit yeah jc doesn't know i did JC not know this nice <laughs> where are I, the no, royalties there's, there's there's no merch but that's just me i need doing stuff you know i need my cut um maybe i'll maybe i'll maybe a couple for sale because you know what? we need to eat everybody's gotta eat um i've got kids and they're expensive anyway We'll catch you in the next episode. Do follow us on social media. Uh, what, are, what are we on? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch, wherever. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else. OnlyFans, soon Podbean, yes. And that's now LinkedIn. I don't know why I keep plugging that one, but that's fun. Um, anyway, you've all been wonderful. You have a great morning afternoon day evening night and we'll see you all in the next episode thank you very much everyone talk to you later bye, bye. peace out kudaloo <laughs> <laughs>